1: hello grinders and welcome to the weekend grind i'm your host travis Mangone, here to break down the slate for you guys uh we have a pretty interesting 10 game slate it's all over the place so much value. Uh, there's so much going on on the slate. So we'll dive right in. Try to be as quick as possible as I can for you guys. There's just a lot going on on the slate. So uh, just get ready for it. Uh, a lot to keep track of. And we got the DraftKings uh, live final over there. So, uh, you know, a lot of people. For Rogue representing us, we got Notorious over there. We got uh, SDL Cards. Uh, Cal is over there. And Kill uh, i B. I don't want to leave him out. So, yeah, the four of them are going to be repping us. And uh, hopefully uh, they can take it down down tonight so it'll be definitely fun but let's start talking about these games uh first thing we got here we got the houston rockets and the new orleans pelicans this is a 227 total and probably one of the best games on the slate uh you know except because that value that's going to be all throughout the slate that's obviously going to be helpful but this is a game that uh is going to be a great game stack and when you're definitely going to want to look to target if we look at the uh, rocket side of the ball first, Chris Paul, right? His uh, price is, is just kind of insane right now. Uh, Seven point nine k is a really great price tag for him over on DraftKings and FanDuel. I believe it's like eight point three somewhere around there. That's just a really cheap price tag for him in a matchup against a guy like Rajon Rondo. Getting his type of defense is something that you want to target. Uh, it just he's going to be a great play, and honestly, I think I'm preferring him more than James Harden right now on on this slate because I feel like I can just, uh, I'm getting a lot of really good uh, bang for my buck with him at that value, and again, I I do like James Harden. I think he's another elite play as well, but uh, I do like Anthony Davis and LeBron James a lot too. It's like, those are the three studs, and they're all in amazing spots today, so it's kind of tough to decide uh, which which one of the three you want to take. I think they're all great plays, but uh, I don't know. Part of me feels like I'm kind of just hedging my way and saying, hey, I'll I'll get uh, Chris Paul cheap exposure instead, and then maybe get exposure to Uh, Davis and LeBron. Maybe I can pull that off with Chris Paul. I don't know. Uh, Probably tougher to do on DraftKings, but on FanDuel it's probably possible. But with all the value. I mean, there's just so much that we're gonna talk about. So again, I like Chris Paul. I think he's a really good play. I think Harden's a very elite play too. Uh Ryan Anderson, some news in this game. It sounds like he's gonna play ten to fifteen minutes and be on a like limited minutes restriction. So if that's the case, right, I think that eats just enough into a lot of these guys' values, like the Luke Richard and Bahamute, the PJ Tucker, uh, you know, some of those type of guys, the Joe Johnsons. I think that's just gonna hurt them a little bit. So I'm not really interested in any of them. Clint Capella, I don't like his price on FanDuel at 7700 but I like him at 6900 think he's a really good play, uh, could definitely thrive in this matchup. Pelicans just don't play a ton of defense at all. They struggle, so I think is an interesting play on DraftKings. Last two guys I really want to discuss is Trevor Ariza. I like to target uh, wing players that shoot threes against the Pelicans, and that's what Trevor Ariza is. It's tough, though, because, you know, 4.7K, uh, earlier in the day, I thought, ah, oh, he'd be a pretty good value, but uh, with all this value just opening up, I mean, it's going to be really tough to, like, love Trevor Ariza here. And then uh, Eric Gordon, right, he could definitely thrive as, like, a six-man It'd be a really interesting low-owned tournament play, but, again, it's just starting to feel like the wrong slate with the way the injury news is kind of uh, shaken up so far, so. Let's go on to the next team. we got the New Orleans Pelicans. Anthony Davis, right, uh, he's a great play, just Just play him if you want to. uh, It's scary to be underweight on a guy like him but uh, yeah he's a guy that has been absolutely crushing i believe like the last six games he's averaging like 60 draft kings points this guy's just been on an absolute tear so he's obviously a good play he's good at basketball if you want exposure to him if you want him to be your pay-up option pay up for him i think uh he's definitely going to be a good play Rachel rondo's a guy i'm definitely going to stay away from interesting thing i saw when i was looking at the head-to-head game logs between rondo and chris paul is uh he had a triple double against him uh in one of the games and then uh the game after which was his last game played he played 17 minutes and had zero points so uh just rondo is a GBP play if you believe in him and you, you want to put him in a game stack or whatnot I get it but I don't know I think he's too risky for me I'm not really going to target him on this slate Drew Holiday starting to feel a little priced up for my liking over on FanDuel $9,000 is a lot but 8300 on DraftKings I really like that price tag think that he's someone that you can definitely get some exposure to and there's enough upside here the guy's been absolutely crushing and uh, I expect him to have a pretty good game here too if we're going to mix in some of these cheaper pelicans options i think an Etoile moore is a great guy to mix and match throughout your lineup. it's more of a cash gameplay rather than the tournament i worry about the upside uh mecca okafor i get it but i kind of don't think the game script goes his way i think this is more of a mirtich spot so uh and with all this great value now like Okafor's is just not that great of a play so let's just throw him out the door and uh, i think mirtich is interesting at that price uh i really really think that mirtich could could have a pretty solid outing and uh at that price he does have upside right we 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 see him at the price of uh, $5,400 on DraftKings. This is a guy that we've seen put up 40 fantasy points, even like 45 at times. So I think the upside for him is, is insane. So I think you have to have some type of interest in a guy like Miritich here. So yeah, that's kind of uh, about it for the Pelican side of the ball. Again, this is a game we want to target, and one that we like. But don't forget, there was just tons of news that that have broken, so we're going to want to have interest in a lot of those uh, value plays. And it's more so the pay-up options that I'm really interested in, I think, on the Pelican side and the Rocket side of the ball rather than the, the value moving on to the indiana pacers and the washington wizards and man this is another game has a little bit of value but not the greatest game on the slate 208.5 total let's just go over the wizards really quick i'm not playing any wizards unless i get news that someone's out i think they're all pretty priced up for john wall being there and let's just move on from the wizards and spend time on other spots because this is not that great of a spot for the wizards the paces are interesting though uh, miles turner is questionable if miles turner doesn't play we're going to have to have some interest in a guy like an Al Jefferson. Uh, I mean, I get it, right? You're, you're going to be like, uh, Travis, wh- why am I talking about Al Jefferson? That makes zero sense. Well, you know, Sabonis is out, so there there's obviously reasons like him. We also have Thaddeus Young, who's questionable with an illness. So, like, is this just going to be Al Jefferson's world? and he's just going to absolutely dominate? It's just, like, hard to see him not get a ton of run. And when he played against Toronto... Look what he did. He had 25 minutes, and he put up 43.4 fantasy points. Like I just don't think it's out of the realm of possibilities that he has a massive game here. Again, it's crazy to think that we're talking about a guy like him, but he's definitely in the conversation if Turner and Thaddeus Young get ruled out. Also, Sabonis is already out, so there's reasons to have interest in those kind of guys there. Also, Trevor Booker, I don't know what type of minutes he'll see. His minutes the last five games are 13, 17, 18, 17, 18. I'm curious if he'll get some, uh, you a know, big amount of minutes and maybe he becomes an interesting play because I know he's been a guy that I've rostered in DFS and liked and has been absolutely crushing. So uh, when, when he gets the minutes, right, recently he has been crushing. But in the past, we, he's been a guy that we've really liked to target. Uh, so I don't know. I think that's uh, definitely someone to have some type of interest in. And then I'm curious what they do with like the Alex Poitras and uh, TJ Leafs. Like, are they going to get some run? I don't know. It's just it's curious to find out what happens with that young and Miles Turner and something that we're going to want to have to monitor. Other than that, like Victor Oladipo, I like his price on DraftKings more than Fanduel. Eighty-two hundred, I think there's upside there, but uh, I don't know. I don't think I'm going to go that route. But I understand if you want to win DraftKings, I wouldn't talk you off it. And then uh, Bojan Bogdanovic, he was a guy that I really liked him as a value play earlier on in the day and now i'm starting to kind of temper my expectations because there's just so much great value plays already where i don't think i need to mess around with the bojan bogdanovich but i will say this in his two games against washington he's averaging like 35 DraftKings points has just played really well against them and we know why right washington has been poor against small forward position all season long they're currently ranked 24th so it makes sense that bogdanovich uh could have a big game here so i don't hate him think he's a uh, a fine play on the slate Let's move on to the next game, though. We have the Charlotte Hornets and the New York Knicks. Again, another game that we're going to have some value here. Lance Thomas and Courtney Lee are both ruled out for personal reasons, so they're going to be interesting plays that, uh, you know, there's going to be some interesting value here, essentially, that we can look at on the Knicks side of the ball. Like, I'm I'm assuming Emmanuel Moutier and uh, Trey Burke and Frank Nicolina, I'm assuming that they'll just get a, a solid amount of run at that guard spot like we saw in the past. They weren't just, you know, they they were playing point guard and shooting guard. Then they moved back to mainly playing point guard. I think this is where we're going to see them getting some more shooting guard run because uh, with the injury, right, a guy like Tim Hardaway Jr. He'll probably slide at the three a lot more, and he's going to get a ton of minutes. So I really think that some of these uh, Knicks uh, guards are in play as some interesting value plays that you can target. Tim Hardaway Jr. I think he's a fine, safe option that will see a ton of minutes, but uh, not one of my favorite plays. Michael Beasley, he's a guy that's been, uh, you know, you know, not the greatest. Uh, he had that good game last game against Philly, but that seems like an anomaly for what's going on with the Knicks. I know if he gets, like, you know, 33 minutes and 32 minutes like the last two games, we can expect a lot out of him. But the Knicks are just so unpredictable right now. It's really frustrating, and I kind of just don't want to mess around with them. Like I said, we already have a lot of really strong like value plays on this slate. And I don't know. I just don't think I need to mess around with a guy like uh, Michael Beasley here. If you look at the big men, uh, I just, they're going against Dwight Howard, and I really don't want to mess around with it. I don't think it's a great matchup for any big man, and unless I get word that, like, uh, Maybe Anita's Cantor is ruled out. Maybe that'll have like a Kyle O'Quinn be interesting. But again, it's not an easy match against Dwight Howard, I'd worry about a guy a uh, foul trouble for a guy like O'Quinn. So I don't know. Just think it's a stay away spot for those Knicks front court players. Let's move on to Charlotte really quick, and uh, basically it's only three guys I'm really kind of looking at and talking about: uh, Kemba Walker, Nicholas Batum, and Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard, I think he's actually a pretty good play. The, the problem is now there's a lot of really good value plays at the center spot now, so I'm kind of like not as interested. But if you are paying up at center, I think Dwight is a good play and could smash here, right? It's not it's not impossible for him to get 60 fantasy points against the Knicks here, in a 220 total. So uh, I think Dwight Howard is, is a fine play on the slate. If you want to pay up at center, I wouldn't uh, talk you out of playing him. Kemba Walker, I probably will try and talk you out of. I, I get if you want to play Kemba, but... I just think Chris Paul's a better play, so I'm going to play Chris Paul instead. He had a bad game the last game, but uh he buys made people you know move off of him, and I don't know. I just think it's Chris Paul's a way better play against the Pelicans, who we've been targeting a ton recently. Nicholas Batum, he's been really solid. I'll just read you his last three games. 41 fantasy points, four, 57 and 54.9. Just really great outings for him, and this spot against the Knicks is a good spot. I, I like Batum here. I think he's a good play on a site like Fandle where you have to play two shooting guards, so he's someone that I think is an uh, interesting play. If it was on DraftKings, and it was between like Batum and a Drew Holiday I'd probably lean a Drew Holiday instead but again uh, Batum he's a pretty solid play so uh yeah don't think you should uh don't think you should ignore him I know the price has gone up and it seems expensive for for a guy like Batum but I still think he's a fine play all the other fringe options like uh you know the uh, Marvin Williams the Jeremy Lambs I just don't think we have to mess around with those guys so yeah I'm gonna pass on them and kind of uh move on to the next game let's talk about it uh Dallas Mavericks Brooklyn Nets 214 total definitely a game to look at because uh you know there's definitely some injury news that we have to monitor on this slate we have uh you know harrison barnes he is out and uh, that's a lot of usage going around for a team like dallas then we have jj beret he is doubtful and then we have dorian finney smith he's also looks like he's going to be resting this game so there are not a lot of bodies in dallas and a lot to like here i think dennis Smith jr i think he's going to be an elite play on the slate gotta like him he's someone i want to get a ton of exposure to same with the yogi ferrell i think he's a really good value problem is i don't think i need to go to him that much i I don't think he's like one of the strongest values on this slate. I think he's in play and in the conversation, but I just think there's stronger values where we don't have to. One of the strong values I think is Nuns Noel. It feels like a great Nirlan's Noel spot. My one concern with Nirlan's Noel is like if Dallas is tanking, are they really going to give Netherlands Noel a lot of run, or are they going to look to try and get uh, some other guys somewhere, right? Are they going to look at the Dwight Powells, the Maxi Cleavers, and maybe just like throwing in like a Doug McDermott and the Warney and Motley? Like, I know they talked about maybe getting Warney and Motley some more runs. So, I don't know. I just think uh, I think it's a great Netherlands Noel spot. I really want to play him, but. I don't know, uh, a little worried that maybe Dallas is trying to tank too hard, and maybe they don't give him a run if he starts struggling. But if, if Noel is thriving, which it's the Nets, he should thrive, he would be a, an elite tournament play. So I, I like Noel. I think I'm definitely going to get a lot of exposure to him here. I know Dirk is probably going to play, but I'm not expecting a lot of minutes from him. So a guy like Dwight Powell I think will definitely step in and do a lot there. Harrison Barnes, when he was out last, Dwight Powell was pretty good, and I, I expect Dwight Powell to be a solid play here. So I like him as well and then uh, I didn't talk about Kyle, Kyle Collinsworth, I mean, there's only three guards right now that can really get some run if a guy like Berea sits, so, I don't know, there's just a lot of minutes to go around, so maybe Kyle Collinsworth could become, like, a really deep tournament dart throw, but I think we're getting a little too cute, like I said, there's already strong values that we kind of have talked about, uh, in the Dallas game, Like think is my strongest one, I think even Dennis Smith Jr. is a good play, and then even Powell's a nice, uh, value at his price, so, uh, that about do it for the nets uh or not the nets the uh the mavericks let's move over to the nets though they have alan crabb he is currently has an illness and we're uh we don't know if he'll play or not but if he doesn't play that's going to be obviously good for some nets and then dot cunningham he is uh currently uh hurting with an eye so we'll have to see how they how the news kind of shakes up with them but other than that like man it's tough like Spencer Dinwiddie I don't really want to roster him at this time I think the main guys I'm looking at are D'Angelo Russell and Karis Lever. if Alan Crabb is out I expect them to be the main beneficiaries here and I think that they're really solid plays also a guy like Joe Harris he'll pick up a ton of minutes he played 35 minutes last night uh, only in 20.4 fantasy points so not the greatest uh, production from him but uh he's a cheap value that's probably like a safe cash game option but again I, I don't know if there's a ton of upside there for a guy like Joe Harris Damari Carroll, I think he's a he's a block cash gameplay. Like I'm just not the biggest fan of him here. I just think the, the value is too good on this slate. We really don't have to play a guy like a Damari Carroll. I get it; he could be fine and safe, but no need for me to go him. I'd rather go a Rondey Hollis Jefferson, who was a similar price, and uh, I think it was just like way more upside than a guy like Carroll. And I can see him being a pretty big beneficiary with some of these Nets guys being out. And I'm expecting him to get a little more run than uh, you know 27 minutes. I can see him hitting in the 30s here if this game is close. So I like Ronnie Hollis Jefferson more, and I'd rather uh, gravitate towards Him than a guy like Damari Carroll, but that's about it for that game. Let's move on to the next one. We have the Denver Nuggets and the Memphis Grizzlies, and this is a game that, man, like first look, I was like, I really don't want to get a ton of exposure to this. But the more and more I thought about it, I think there's some interesting spots that we might want to uh, get some exposure to. Right? We have Memphis in a 219 and a half total, which is something very unusual that you don't see too often with these guys. And a guy like Tyreek Evans, who, you know, with Andrew Harrison questionable, and Meyer Chalmers, there's could be all the usage for him. And if Gary Harris doesn't play because he's currently questionable, that would be great for Tyreek Evans on the offensive end. He won't have to worry about Gary Harris defensively, who's one of the stronger defenders on that Nuggets team. And... Tyreek Evans, come back from the injury, had a big game against the Bulls with 47.5 fantasy points. How do we not have some interesting Tyreek Evans where we know uh, he's got a matchup against the Nuggets where they struggle against guards? So I think Tyreek Evans could really be a great tournament play here. Someone to consider on this slate that maybe you were kind of overlooking uh, with all this type of value. I think he's interesting. If you're game stacking this game, he's someone that you want to get exposure to. Other than that, I think Marcus Saul is in the conversation too for uh, main reasons of just He sees a ton of usage, and if this game is close, Marcus Hall is likely part of the reason why. So I understand if you want to go him at center, but uh, Tyreek Evans is probably my favorite play on the Memphis side of the ball. I talked about how Denver is dealing with some injuries, so a guy like Gary Harris is going to be in the conversation. uh, You know, Or not Gary Harris, sorry. A guy like Jamal Murray and Will Barton are going to be in the conversation because he's questionable. That's going to give uh, some extra minutes to a guy like Murray and Will Barton, and their prices have gone down. Because of the uh, Paul Millsap situation, a lot of usage got sucked away from them, so their uh, prices have gone down a ton, and if a guy like Gary Harris sits, this could be great for a guy like Jamal Murray and Will Barton. I think this could be really good spots for them in in tournaments, and I think getting exposure to them could be a a really sharp play, so I I like those two if Gary Harris sits. Other than that, though, I don't really want to go Jokic against Gasol. It's just a tough defensive matchup, so no need for me to go there. Paul Millsap, a little too pricey for my liking, and Wilson Chandler i don't know it's just uh too up and down for me and i don't know don't love this spot for him it's really those guards that i'm looking to target on the nugget side of the ball i'm hoping that a guy like gary harris sits so that opens up uh some upside for those two but that's about it for that game let's move on to the next one we have the cleveland cavaliers and the chicago bulls with a 225 total let's talk about the cleveland side of the ball first and, man, they have a ton of injuries going on in Cleveland. I mean, it's definitely going to be a situation that we're going to want to target. There's there's great value here. And they're going against the Bulls, who are a terrible team. They're tanking, and, you know, the Cavs need this game. So I'm expecting them to be uh, playing hard. And a lot of these guys are going to get minutes because we got Larry Nance. He's currently out we have tristan thompson he's out kevin love too right they're all out then we got uh rodney hood he's out kyle corver he's out and uh you know that's just gonna open up a lot of minutes here a guy like J.R. smith he just got benched everyone has to keep that in mind right so uh if you're someone who gets benched and then you know you have an opportunity to come in the starting lineup you're gonna want to have a big game right you're gonna want to come out and show uh you know kind of who's boss who who should be the starter who's the guy like you want to get your job back so um I'm expecting a pretty big game out of him here. Maybe, you know, he's cheap, right? Maybe more of like a fan player where you have to play two shooting guards. But I I think there's some upside here. I wouldn't want to, like, sleep on J.R. Smith. I know he's very points-dependent. That's kind of the issue with J.R. Smith, right? But uh, I just don't think he's a terrible player. Not, not one of my favorite values on this uh, Cavs team, but I do think he's in the conversation. Also, I think George Hill, I think he's a nice cheap point guard option that you can consider. Uh, You know, he's going to get a a ton of run. Should definitely be a, a solid play. Probably the value that I like the most, though, is Jeff Green I mean I'm expecting him to really thrive in this game should get a lot of run with Larry Nance out he played 27 minutes and 33 minutes had 34.3 fantasy points and 27 fantasy points He is probably my favorite value play on that team if we get word that Ante Zizek is starting uh, it's tough to trust Tyron Lue but if we get word he's starting we liked him the other day there's reason to like him again especially against the Bulls here who struggle defensively I think Zizek could be interesting and something that we have to monitor and wait and see what kind of the Cavs are doing with their starting lineup but but uh, LeBron James, right, he's just going to see so much usage. He's going to have to do so much lifting for this team. Uh, if the Bulls can keep it close, man, like LeBron could have a massive game. He's someone that you're going to want to get exposure to. Uh, I think he's someone that's definitely going to be in the conversation and someone that we want to definitely look at. So, uh, again, have to love LeBron here in this spot. I think it's a really, uh, really great spot to want to pay up for him. Let's move on to the Bulls' side of the ball. And the best way I can really put the Bulls' side of the ball for you right now is just watch for the news. There's going to be tons of news here with the Bulls. Uh, I'll run through the laundry list now on them. Chris Dunn, he is out. Zach Levine, he is questionable. Justin Holiday, he has been a DNP coach's decision. The problem with him is, like, will he play for this game if Zach Levine is out? And with Chris Dunn out, I mean, we don't really know what's going to happen there in that situation, so... I really think Justin Holiday is definitely in the conversation, someone that you uh, might have to consider, but that's something we're going to have to wait and see and really pay close attention to the beat writers and what they're kind of doing. Other than that, though, we got, uh, you know, Laurie Markkinen, he is still out. We got Noah Vonley, who's been a great value that we've all been targeting recently. He is questionable for this game, so that's obviously something that we're going to want to monitor a ton. And, and then uh, Robin Lopez. His minutes have been just playing 12 minutes the past three games, so uh, or four games, so he's only really playing the first quarter, will he play more than that? We, we don't know, so it's kind of a, a really frustrating spot right now, so kind of, uh, the Bulls are just a team that I need to wait and see on, I I would love to give more analysis on them, but I need to know who's in and who's out and whatnot, I mean, there, there's tons of things that could fall with Justin Holiday. so uh not really gonna dive deep on that mainly just say like hey bobby portis he's a guy that's going to be a good play it seems like denzel valentine and david Nuava, they could uh be guys that are definitely going to get some run but this backcourt i'm mean, going to kind of be curious to see what happens like a cameron payne could definitely be a really nice value play on this slate if he gets like you know 25 minutes like he did last game could definitely uh definitely have like solid outing but we really need to just wait and see with this uh, bulls team but let's go on to the next game Next one on the slate, we have the Minnesota Timberwolves and the San Antonio Spurs, and uh, this is a game that has a lot of playoff implications. We got the Spurs at the eight seed; they're only one back of the Timberwolves, who are at the uh, four seed right now. So this is a game that, man, uh, it's going to matter a ton. I think you're, you're going to get a lot of uh, tight rotations out of teams like the Timberwolves and Spurs, and you know, I think guy like Carlton Anthony Towns is going to be a great play. He's way too cheap on DraftKings, specifically nine point five K. I think there's a ton of upside for him in his two games against uh against the spurs he had let me pull it up because it was pretty solid it was uh 49.4 fantasy points so i'll i'll take that at his price i think he's definitely a guy that could crush here he's gonna get a ton of uh, run should see a lot of usage so yeah i think that this is a pretty solid spot for a guy like towns despite the matchup against the uh, spurs being one of more of the uh, difficult ones especially with the 210.5 total and like, you know, the Spurs just playing at a super slow pace. But again, Towns will see a ton of uh, minutes and uh, he'll get a ton of run and they're going to need to lean on him in this game. If you force me to play anyone else, I don't hate Jeff Teague here, but uh, yeah, I don't really want to go crazy with Timberwolves. It's really Towns is my main target and that's kind of it right now. If we look at the Spurs side of the ball, man, I don't know. I, I don't really want to get a ton of exposure to these guys. I'm kind of worried about uh, the price on them all. It's just like they all seem a little too priced up for my liking. I don't know. Just There's already way too many good plays on the slate. I don't really need to be playing them. So I think I'm just going to fade the Spurs and kind of uh, move on from this one. Let's go to the next game. Another really unappealing game. 198 total from the Sacramento Kings and the Utah Jazz. Just a game that, man, I am not interested in a ton. Uh, the one thing that's obviously big is Ricky Rubio. We're kind of waiting on news on him. He is questionable for this game, so that'll definitely open up some value on this team. I know uh, David Stockton, John Stockton's son, was given a 10-day contract, so uh, he could obviously get uh, some some minutes here. Don't know uh, how much he would get, but he definitely could get some. Dante Exum, he finally came back against Phoenix. He only played 14 minutes. I'm curious what they kind of do with him, but I'm expecting Stockton should get a little bit of run-up point guard, too, if they're signing him. I'd expect Rubio not to play, but... You know, a guy like Donovan Mitchell, I'm sure he's going to get a, uh, some point guard run, too. I think he's a solid play against a team like the Kings. Uh, I'm trying to think. I, I believe Noto qualified for his live final playing. You know, he I know he played uh, Gobert and Mitchell, but did he play him against the Kings? I'm trying to think back because they, they, they did play on the third. Uh, let me see here. But, uh, you know, someone like Noto, I'm assuming he'd want to go back to the well. Like I said, I'm trying to think through. Yeah, I, I think that was the game uh, that they played against the Kings. And Noto had the Mitchell and Gobert on the team so he definitely uh, benefited from those two guys and uh, these are great spots for them right we know uh, the king struggle against guards and they struggle against opposing big men could see them doing well i just worry about the price on gobert i think that's a little pricey for me and i don't know if i'm gonna end up going that route on this slate but i understand he has a ceiling that could uh, be pretty massive still even at that price right we've seen him hit 60 he can definitely do that it's not out of the realm of possibilities but again he's someone i don't think i'm gonna pay up for on this slate not of Mitchell, though, again, I think he's an okay play. But other than that, I really don't want to target a lot of these Utah guys. Like, I'm not going to play angles or favors. I'm just going to pass on them. When it comes to the Kings, though, I, I do think Willie Cauley-Stein, uh, you know, he's going to get the run out there. But I don't know. I think it's a solid spot just to pass on him. Uh, you know, I don't need, play like, Scal and Randolph unless I hear word that one of them are sitting. Uh, I don't really have interest in those guys or, or Cauley-Stein. And, like, just, I don't know. just seems like a solid fade spot. I don't want to really play these guys. And on the second night of a hat back-to-back, tough jazz team. We can just fade this and just move on, guys. Not the greatest game on the slate. Let's go on to another one. We have the uh, Golden State Warriors and the Phoenix Suns. This is a 216 total. And, uh, yeah, the uh, Golden State Warriors have a ton of injuries. Steph Curry, he is out. Klay Thompson, he is currently out. We have Kevin Durant. He is also out. So, man, it's going to be the Draymond Green show, right? He's going to get a ton of run. He had 50.5 fantasy points last night, expecting him to probably uh, get a lot of run against a team like Phoenix. Uh, This is a spot where if Phoenix can keep it close, Draymond Green should absolutely crush. He's going to be someone that you want to play. Uh, Like him a lot, he's definitely someone to get exposure to on the slate omir Casapi. he's also going to be out for this game and with him being out that's going to help out uh, andre gadala definitely going to help out nick young those are going to be two values to definitely look at here and also quinn cook uh quinn cook he is a point guard and he's really cheap around the industry or are a guard but he played 40 minutes last game and had 42.3 fantasy points part of the reason was he had 25 real life points i'm not expecting that again but quinn cook for 3900 he doesn't have to give me 42 again so i think he's in the conversation as well and someone to consider on this slate. If I look at the front court and I decide to roster anyone here, which I don't think I do, because I think there's already better guys in the front court for cheap, so I don't need them really mess around with this. A guy like Kevin Looney, right? He can see a solid amount of run and uh, be fine for his price. But I don't know. I don't really want to go crazy with Golden State guys here. Uh, it's mainly the guys in like the back court. I think I'm uh, keying in on, and a guy like Draymond Green, who uh, is definitely going to be an elite play on the slate. The Phoenix side of the ball is interesting because a guy like Devin Booker, he is questionable for this game. And if he plays, of course, I want exposure to Devin Booker against the Warriors. He could absolutely have one of those huge games. And he's really cheap, uh, you know, right now. I just think Devin Booker, if we get word he plays before lock, I think he'd be an interesting tournament play that you can get super low on. If he doesn't play, though, TJ Warren, he has some upside here. A guy like Josh Jackson, he'll have a lot of upside. So those are guys definitely that are going to be in the conversation and ones to consider on the slate. So don't forget about them Alfred payton too against the warriors he could absolutely crush them he's got a really cheap price tag i know he hasn't been good he played 16 minutes the last game really frustrating but man Alfred payton for 5600 on Fanduel. like am i seeing this correctly we all know what type type of upside this guy has how is he this cheap i know he's been bad he's only six can on DraftKings, also but he has upside and if we uh you know think he's gonna get a lot like you know 30 minutes how do we not have consideration for him for the upside that he has other than that, though, in this front court, I really don't want to mess around with any of these other guys. Uh, you know, I know Marquis Chris; he's going to be dealing with a suspension, uh, possibly for what he did Thursday night. So uh, I definitely be slightly worried about him. Tyson Chandler, you know, dealing with a neck issue. But again, I think there's a lot, a lot of other better value plays, and I don't want to, you know, take too many shots on on these Suns guys because they can be really inconsistent and really frustrating, and it's not the easiest matchup against the. A Golden State team who even with uh, without missing those guys, I'm sure uh, I'm sure that they could still beat them. Just because uh, the Warriors are just uh, you know a lot better than other people, and the Suns are really really bad. I get this is not the best Golden State team, but man, the Suns are not a good basketball team. And if they don't have Devin Booker, man, it could get ugly. Let's go on to the last game of the night. We got the uh, Detroit Pistons and the Portland Trailblazers. This is a 207.5 team total and. This is a game that, you know, looking at things, I think uh, on the Pistons side of the ball, if you force me to play anyone, it's probably Andre Drummond. I just think an 8.6K price tag is too cheap on a site like DraftKings. On FanDuel, I'm not the biggest fan, but on a site like DraftKings, that price is just too cheap for a guy like him, so he's in the conversation. But to be honest, I really don't like the pisses side of the ball that much. I feel like Blake Griffin's a little too pricey for me, so I'll pass on him. Like, Ish Smith, I don't need. Ennis, Bullock, all these other bench guys. Not really a fan of it. It's really just maybe Drummond is like a, a tournament dart throw uh, because he's just too cheap. And that's kind of about it. Looking at the Blazers' side of the ball... Damian Lillard, a little too pricey for me. Uh, I get it. This is definitely a good matchup for him. He can have a big game, but I think he's too priced up on on this slate. Don't think I need to really go to him. I'm going to pass on him. Same with CJ McCollum. I just, I don't know. I think this game is just a solid fade game. We've already talked about so many good spots on the slate, and there's still more value that could end up opening up. There's a lot of great payup options already. I just don't think I need to play any of these Blazers here. So honestly, just fully i think this is a solid game the fatal overall don't really think i need to get too much exposure to it but that's about it for the slate guys uh it's a 10 game slate this is one of the slates that has a crazy ton of value definitely something you're going to want to be keying in on on uh, today it's just a, a lot a lot of value to look at and uh Lock and load play of the day, uh, man. It's it's tough. There there's just so much value to look at, and uh, you know if, if this guy gets the run, I mean I'm assuming he gets the run. It makes sense to uh, knows Noel, I'll make him my uh, lock and load play of the day. I just think this is a fantastic spot for him. The Nets are so bad against opposing big men. He should absolutely thrive here. On on DraftKings, that price is just too cheap for him. So over there specifically, I think he's a really good play. But uh, man, there's so many good values. Like you don't have. Have to play him for sure uh you know we got all this value on the bulls we got all this value on the Cavs. we have these great pay up options in lebron we have a pay up option in uh you know davis and harden they're all in good spots quinn cook right uh you know he was absolutely amazing and now he gets a spot against phoenix like i feel like he could be a lock and load play uh I, I like that game of the pelicans and uh rockets drew holiday he feels way too cheap on a site like DraftKings. There's just so many good plays around here. Uh, so, I don't know. Uh, again, like I said, I talked about Nerns Limel. He's a guy that I've kind of been uh, looking forward to rostering in a good spot, and I feel like this is a good spot for him. Uh, I don't know if he's lock and load, but he's a great play. And then there's also Iguodala, Nick Young with the Warriors going up against the Suns. I mean, there's just, man, there's so many good plays here. So, again... Uh, take the lock and load play with a grain of salt there's so many good values and again i think the best way to preach the lock and load plays it's a stars and scrubs night uh this is not a night to build in the mid-tier guys this is a night to really jam in those studs i think trying to get in two guys like a lebron a a davis and a hardener maybe just go like a lebron and maybe you can get in like a drew holiday and then a carl Anthony towns and then really just go with the studs you could do something like that i think there's just tons of different routes to go on this slate so again guys uh Load up on the stars and scrubs. That'll be my lock and load instead. How's that sound? So, again, thanks a lot for joining me. Uh, enjoy doing the podcast for you guys. If you have any questions, give me a follow on Twitter at Travis Mangone. It's T R A V I S M A N G O N E. And uh, if you have any feedback on the podcast, uh, you know, always, always down to hear some uh, feedback from you guys to, so we can make it better for you. Again, thanks a lot for joining me. And uh, for me, Travis Mangone, I am out.